Someone want to count it down? Oh, Matt, I was just about to do it. This makes for a good intro. All right, no, no. Shut up, everybody. All right, all right. Is anyone gonna do it? <laughs> oh, <laughs> you were doing it. Yeah, I thought Matt had it, mate. Oh my oh, god. Oh god. Oh, All right. No, no, no. You know what? Welcome oh. back to the second podcast, yes. everybody. Clearly, any more improvements than the last one. So you're in for a very good show tonight. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Oh, <laughs> fuck, <that was> fun. <laughs> Great start, Lucas. What have we got lined up? All right. All right. What we got lined up is um, a lot of stuff to talk about. We got some sports, we got some global events. Um, what do you boys want to do? Do you do you boys want to get the depressing stuff out of the way first? Surely. Yeah, yeah, we can. And then we can stuff. talk about but, the sports wait. stuff afterwards. It's... Yeah, yeah. But Lucas, how are you going? How am I going? Yeah, how are you going? We just run uh, it through. Well, the real question here is, how are you going? <laughs> I know, but I was asking, how are you going? <sighs> Look, mate, I'm doing all right. That's good. Happy you are. Okay. Man. <laughs> it's already falling apart. It's already falling apart. We need, like, a structure or something. Yeah, hang on. Uh, let's just re-fucking do this. <laughs> are you sure? No, we're, we're on a good streak here, mate. I don't want to have to play. <laughs> good streak. <laughs> good streak. Yeah, this is entertaining. Though. <laughs> two for two, buddy. Okay, all right. Let's just let's just fucking let's just start. All right, yeah. <laughs> all right. So on Monday, there was a mass shooting in Canada. Uh, Seventeen people shot dead. Now, what do you think is the problem there? Is it the gun laws, or is it the people? Who wants to go first? Yeah, I'll go. Um. I think it's mainly just the people because obviously they've got a lot tougher gun laws in America, but they, you know, you still get mass shootings. That's it's anywhere where there's some way of obtaining guns somehow. So you can't just like completely remove guns out of the equation. So it comes down to the people and that's why, you know, having proper mental health services are important, which is something America doesn't have quite as much. And that explains why, you know, they've got a shooting every other week. Um, did, was there any news or information about why the guy did it? Oh, uh, the motive Lucas, is unclear at this stage. Jeez, because we were talking about on the last one, didn't you say that he was in a police uh, uniform? Yeah, he was impersonating a cop, yeah. Yeah, he, um, he, he, uh, purposely did up his car to look like a, um, yeah. a vehicle. And by the police. I've got all that effort to just fucking, uh, like, it's messed up. imagine... The paint job. How would he even do that? How did he do it up so, so like close to an actual cop car? Like he must have... money. Yeah, but imagine he's like, oh, I'm gonna spend a year doing this and then go around killing people. Like, surely, insane. Like, surely that doesn't make sense. It's strange. Like, he's he's got some strange. motive. Exactly. Um, oh, the, oh yeah. yeah. Political. It just says um. 
it says a lot about mental health, especially in a time that we're living in when everyone's isolated from a lot of the loved ones that usually are in close contact with. That's what I was going to ask. Do you guys reckon this was something politically motivated or was it personally motivated, do you think? I don't Could think be either. Yeah, exactly. And I think the only person that knows is him, but didn't you say that um, he died as well? Yeah, he got shot dead by the yeah. police. Oh, that stuff's too tricky, I reckon. Especially with mental health, it's such a as a lot of variety to it. Like, there's obviously every like some people, two people could have the exact same um, thing with suppression or anxiety, and it can be completely different. So yeah, don't really know about that one. Fair enough. All right, we'll move on to the next one. Um, Wednesday night, uh, four police officers were killed in Melbourne on the freeway. That's messed up. I think one of them was in his like second week of full time policing. Oh my god! Yeah, but, oh, I think he's on his second day apparently. Or second day was it? Second day. It was yeah. Fresh as. Yeah, pretty fresh. That's fucking shit. And I don't know. That, that a, lot, a lot more details were released today about it. And I don't know yeah. if you guys heard, but apparently he filmed like you know one of them was like a female like constable, and she Not was really? like stuck between the tr- yeah, and she was like stuck between the truck and the car, and she was like dying, like but oh. she was still alive. Oh and the dude God. got out of his Porsche and he started filming her. And he oh, yeah. the film and he's like, I wanted to go home and have some fucking snicker bars, but you fucked my day. Oh, my God. And then he ran off. Far out. Uh, may I point out that this guy's name is called Richard Pussy? And uh, Richard yeah, is, long, is actually, Dick is actually short for Pussy. So he's, uh, for Richard, sorry. So Dick, <laughs> his name is Dick Pussy. Dick Pussy. <laughs> <laughs> he's a pussy, right? Yeah, was, holy. And then there was the truck, the trucker. Who today yeah. revealed that he had an ice pipe in his truck? Oh my god! And, and he claimed that he had a medical episode on the freeway, but really it was more than that. He was just some friggin' ice. Jesus! And also, the Porsche driver was uh, found to be positive for marijuana and methamphetamine, which was the reason he got, which was one of the reasons why he was pulled over. But he was also speeding on the freeway. Oh yeah! What a surprise! Uh, so, what do you guys think? Life in prison for him? Porsche driver, oh, something like that. Well, he killed four four police drivers and he was speeding whilst under the influence of drugs. Yeah, I mean, I mean got to give him the worst, the harshest thing. I mean, I look here, wish we had capital punishment. Um, because <laughs> why, yeah, why, should, yeah. why should taxpayers be stuck, let you know, letting these guys have three hot meals a day and then you know, eventually get TV and Foxtel? Meanwhile, you know, the four, the four families of the people of the police officers that died, you know, what do they get? Jack shit. Nothing. What are your thoughts on this, Dan? Um, I believe there's a lot to unpack here. I think that uh, tax is just the price we pay to live in a civilized society, and it's necessary. Of course, not all of it goes to the right places. Yeah. A lot of it is um, when dealing with a lot of uh, of these big corporations. A lot of it is taken elsewhere than where it should be put. And, um, you know, private prisons and um, public prisons, there's a big distribution in how they're treated there. And again, tax pays, like, tax plays all into this. But, um, yeah, I do agree with Evans that it's unfair that uh, us uh, regular Joes, all of us now, have to um, have to pay tax. And... Um, have to give to people who make dumb decisions and take lives like this. 
Too true. That's yeah. a very good point you make there, mate. Thank you, sir. It's <laughs> all good, sir. <laughs> all right, next. Next is a question. Jeez, uh, Lucas, you're just flying through these. Yeah, oh, we've got a lot to cover. You, you, you boys are giving me good fucking answers, that's for sure, mate. <laughs> all right, good. All right, so this is a question. Should China be held accountable for the outbreak of coronavirus? I mean, if, well, oh, I mean yeah, you'd think so. If it starts, wherever it starts, you have to place most of the blame. But um, also right now, I feel like America should get a lot of the, of the blame just by the way that they've actually handled it. Handled it, sorry. Because it's yeah. mental. Like Evan, I sent something to Evans, and even I'm so glad I'm not American. But it still triggers me when you see like people protesting. Oh, the protests, yeah. But to answer the question, I do think China definitely a lot of the blame if it did start there, which. Obviously, most likely, definitely did. But then America needs a lot of deserves a lot of the blame right now. I think there's got to be a full-on investigation, well, multiple investigations done by different groups and organisations. Because yeah. you know, if if China is found accountable, whether it's you know a bioweapon or whether it was something that it got out of a lab by accident, that's you know the reparations and stuff for that could be in the billions or trillions kind of thing so there has yeah. to be a lot of investigating done to figure that out but on, on the, with the American situation yeah I agree with you Matt they they haven't handled it well like America like and when they cut the funding to who understand the, the motivation but like given the timing that's you know that's not the right thing to do at this point in time kind of thing yeah did you guys see what um the quotes that Donald Trump said today about how oh, no. he can like kill the coronavirus no. Oh, I, yeah, I think he's talking about the disinfectant. Oh, that. that. <laughs> he claimed that uh, we should start injecting ourselves with, yeah. <laughs> like a UV and bleach and alcohol and just, he thinks he was, he was talking as if, well, he thought he was an expert. Oh. So like, he was like, oh yeah, if we just inject this into our ourselves, it should kill the virus. It also kill a lot of other things. Exactly. It was like, we're talking about bleach. And alcohol and disinfectant. So yeah, God. I agree. I agree with you. Um, Dan, what do you? Yeah, think? um, I think there should be a worldwide investigation, and the results of which should define who gets blamed and um, what the reparations are. So, if it's like the individual and it's um, you know, just the fault of a wet market or something, then it should be. Um, the state government that should um, should be uh, reprehended for their actions. They shouldn't allow something like that to happen. But at the same time, there's lots of levels and lots of organisations. So if it's like the government and they um, deliberately withheld information for all this time about the virus and, you know, uh, possibly killed that, uh, that doctor that whistle blew the whole thing, then, yeah. of course, they should pay. But I don't think China is going to ever pay for something. Oh, no, um, I don't something that's costed the worldwide economy this much. They were, it, it set them back, like, all their plans of expansion and stuff, like, you know, economically and stuff, all their plans for expansion would go right out the window. They'd be stuck paying debt for the next, you know, 100 years. Yeah, and about uh, America and other countries, how, um, how, like, oh, if they mishandle the situation, they should be... Uh, 
you know, reprehended for their actions. I don't really think that's um, necessary because every country has their own motivations that they need to focus on and own citizens that they need to focus on. Um, each country has their own economy. Each country has their own um, systems that they're governed by. So if a country relies majority on tourism, it's unfair that, you know, they should be um, looked down upon if they keep it open because what other income can they have to supply the people of their country with, um, you know, decent living? Yeah. Like, like Bali as an example, you know. Right, right. So it's, I mean, yeah, China is for sure to blame, but it's uh, easy said than done to yeah. stop a giant that big. Oh, yeah. yeah. That was really well said. But it's also um kind of sad that we have to even talk about the fact that um China gave out um incorrect information about how it started. Oh yeah. But that's just so sad that we even have to like it's a, it's a disease so we should just be able to be like oh something wrong happened. It wasn't made in the lab, but it's so sad that we even have to talk about that. Yeah. It's ironic how um they're so open about everyone's privacy in China with their whole um, social oh, like, yeah. um, ranking yeah, system. Exactly. Yet yeah. they they deliberately hide the privacy of the um, numbers of the people infected. Oh yeah, They're Very dodgy odd. country. Yeah. Very dodgy. Walking nightmare. Shit. <laughs> Indeed. That was great. Well said, Dan. Wait, Lucas, have you? Do you wanna put um put out your opinion on some of these things? Yeah, yeah, go ahead, man. Oh. Um, look, I definitely believe that. Uh, like what Matt, uh, like what both you and Matt said. Actually, what all of you said. You know, I I think personally that China definitely should be held accountable for letting this virus, you know, go. And I mean, obviously, I'm sure there are a lot of conspiracies about whether it was deliberate or it was accidental or it was the reason of maybe a biochemical weapon. I believe that um, should the world uh, beat beat the battle of coronavirus, they should be definitely held accountable uh, for what Dan said, uh, withholding information, uh, withholding the numbers of people who are currently infected and for, you know, also withholding many other things from everyone else. So, I believe they're a very dodgy country and then they should definitely pay the price for what they've done to the world. Yeah, I think we can all agree on that. (laughs) Yeah. Indeed. Next one up. Yeah, what have we got? All right, next one up is... um, I actually want to raise a point real quick, sorry. Go ahead, Dan. Go ahead, Dan. Go ahead. (laughs) Well, you know, putting all this blame onto one country, look what happened in the history beforehand. So, you know, World War One. Where Germany was placed um, centerfold for the the whole um, the start of the war, and um, yeah. that didn't end very good. About like thirty years <laughs> later, so I mean, it's risky business putting all the blame onto one country, because um, especially one so powerful. <laughs> yeah. All right, I'm done. Well, cool. Are we just busted our life in thirty years time? Yeah. Wouldn't surprise me if there's another world war in the next thirty years. Sure, it's going to happen like, at some point. Like, episode three of the Bear Boys podcast. Four Australian <laughs> boys. <laughs> 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 there's all the fame. 
Little boys and I slash an inspiration have uh still park workers. Okay, all right, next topic. Um so in November, uh actually a few a few nights ago, Donald Trump called out the World Health Organization. Because in November, uh the Taiwanese government uh sent some emails to the World Health Organization talking about the, the coronavirus and saying how it can be transmitted by human to human. Now, note, this was in November, and the World Health Organization never revealed any of this. Do you think this is an accidental situation, or do you find that really suspicious? Could go either way. Could be foul play, could be ignorance, could be anything, you know? So is it basically, wait, did you say, so um, who had the information organization but then they didn't really inform others and didn't release it yes yes pretty much that's very tricky because obviously there's such a massive organization and important information if they thought it was valuable you would really hope and you would just want to believe that they would put it out but maybe at the time they didn't think that it was as big or necessarily that the whole world needed it but it's still a bit dodgy yeah Dan, your thoughts? Um, yeah, I agree with both um, Matt and um, Evans. Uh, it's such a big organization that deals with like um, such a lot of uh, diseases on the daily. Uh, just thinking about Ebola, like um, a couple of years back, <clears throat> um, if they looked at it just like that, that didn't really turn out to be too um, too deadly. So it's hard to gauge what is um, dangerous and what is not when you're dealing with a lot of things. I guess the stuff like that has to be like day to day. Like one day something couldn't, one that had the much harm or risk to others, and the next day just explodes. Of course, yeah. Of course, like you are the World Health Organization, and it is your duty to, you know, look after our health. So you'd hope, you'd hope you're doing something right. Very true, Lucas. Did you did you have anything else to add, or did you want to go on to the next one? Um, like Evan said, it could go either way. It could be what Dan said, or they got to deal with so many other things that maybe they maybe forgot about this one thing, and it was a big mistake. It could go really either way. Yeah, yeah. Um, it could go in the way of suspicious that uh, the World Health Organization might be uh, in. Uh, how do I put this in? It's suspicious in a way that maybe China is, maybe was, the coronavirus maybe is a biological weapon and maybe there's some secrets going on between the two. But anyway, um, that's, that, it could go either way. It really Fair enough. Okay, All right. Next topic. Um, so news coming out of North Korea is that Kim Jong-un is brain dead. Oof. Um, question is, is it believable? Do we think he's actually in this situation or do you think considering it's North Korea and you know some of the shit we hear from him and some of the shit we hear from earlier could we believe these sources that Kim Jong-un is in a very grave state well sorry Matt you go no you go Evans I don't even all all I was going to say is I haven't really looked at it that much so I don't really know anything about it so I'll let you guys um, talk about it 
fair enough. I mean, from what I've seen, or like from I read it something somewhere, it was a it was a US report that was stating this. Um, when South Korean uh, officials were asked about it, they were they didn't really have anything to say about it. So I don't know, like it could just be America trying to draw attention away from the whole coronavirus pandemic, you know, and just trying to like, oh, look, we're America, we're still doing all this or whatever kind of thing. But at the same time, you know, North Korea's Supreme Leader hasn't been seen in, uh, what was it, a couple of weeks or something. And like he missed out on a missile launch, um, which is something he usually always attends from, you know, what we've seen in the news and stuff. So I don't know it something something could be happening, but with how tight uh, North Korea's security is, you just you can't tell until you know you actually go there yourself, kind of thing. Yeah, um, I want to take it back to 2017 when um, Kim Jong Nam died because uh, he was exposed to nerve uh, nerve agents in um, Kuala Lumpur <laughs> Airport. Um, basically, it was just this whole um, cover up that. Uh, North Korea basically killed Kim Jong-un's half-brother. So I feel like um, their whole royal family is just... Uh, it's, it's, um, it's going to explode eventually. Uh, when you got... Yeah. <laughs> no pun intended. Uh, <laughs> when you got all of these, um, all these people um, that just want this uh, supreme status, it's just... Um, it's going to cause some... Bad blood. Yeah, fair enough, yeah. Are you on call? Yes, Nick. Are you on call? Yes, Nick. I tried one on a different app, but it didn't cut it out. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so sorry, guys. Nah, mate. It adds to it. (laughs) Yeah, fair enough, fair enough. Yeah. Sorry about that, Dan. No, it's all good. I don't even know what I'm talking about, to be honest. I just think there might be something uh, connected with that death that yeah. happened ages ago and that Kim Jong-un is, you know, dying. Mind you, the, the, the whole story of heart disease and, you know, cardiac or whatever it was, it is believable. Have you seen the bloke? <laughs> he, is, he is a ball. And his uh, father died of a stroke, a I ball. think. Yeah. yeah, so runs in the family. The only thing. Even even if they did say, oh, he's dead, I don't even know if you could believe it because they might try and stage a death and then he just miraculously appears. Yeah, like a, like a god. <laughs> Mate, just like, like Hitler in Argentina, bro. <laughs> <laughs> or, <laughs> or they're just going to be like, they're going to take the whole, like, a whole Jesus storyline. They say he died <laughs> and then three, la- three days later he'll appear. Ta-da. Exactly. Yeah. No way. All the good old, way. good old North Korea. Exactly. Yeah. Lucas, you got anything to add to the uh, story? And some, uh, there's always something dodgy going on in North Korea. That's that's all I'm saying. Well said. Always something dodgy happening. <laughs> oh, actually, another thing. A few months ago, he came out and said that North Korea has already defeated coronavirus. Now, I, I personally think that's bullshit. But what do you guys think? 
Oh, it's, I reckon it's half believable because, I mean, like, see, it's really easy to control the virus when you just shoot anyone on site who coughs. Like, yeah, and the borders are so strict there. It's, like, impossible yeah, to get in regardless. Yeah. Like, yeah, it is it is believable, to, in my opinion. Like, when you your whole country is a fortress, yeah. keeping a virus out seems simple when you just say it. Like, yeah. you know. Because... Yeah. I, I, now I'm coming to think about it, I haven't actually like heard any stats about diagnoses or deaths from that country. And here at every place, other place, so yeah. Damn, never, yeah. never really thought about that. Fair enough, Lucas. What's next? Ah, Australia is flattening the curve, boys. Yes. Uh, Don't you too early. Numbers up here. <laughs> got some numbers up here. I've got some numbers up. Uh, we've had a total of 6,675 cases in Australia. Uh, 79 people have unfortunately died. But, however, currently we only have 1,460 active cases in the country with a total of 5,136 people having recovered. Now, the question is... Question, sorry, the question is, um, should we start easy restrictions or keep the foot on the pedal? Um, look, I'll start us off. Um, sorry if I'm being too loud on call. Sorry. I'm Man, sorry. Nick's going through puberty. <laughs> Jesus. His voice has changed. <laughs> anyway. But if he gets in an argument, his voice goes so high, just like mine was. <laughs> No. I've, I've uh, gone into a different app and it's still it's not even still records <laughs> all good um, wait, 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 that's right um, look I think we should wait a little bit longer to start easing restrictions because everyone look everyone's been fine like no one's like suffering that bad from this lockdown kind of thing like you know the stage of lockdown we're in there's no harm in my opinion continuing it I mean there obviously there's the whole economy thing you know which is a big thing but I don't know, like, they need to find a balance where people can start going back and, like, get the economy going, but at the same time, still having the same kind of restrictions. Because, like, if we keep the same restrictions, we I don't think they – I think scientists are saying we won't be able to eradicate it, but, like, fully suppress it, basically, which is ideal, you know. But, um, yeah. What are your thoughts, Dan? Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I mean – Mankind has gone through a lot worse stuff in a lot longer time. Like, you know, being in London during the Blitz, that lasted so many years. This is only like, you know, max like one or two years. And it's it's not like we're getting bombs dropped on us. Just got to stay indoors for a couple of hours a day. Um, Yeah, it's, it's, it's like the amount of like, um, just whinging that people have done recently about just the most monotonous things i'm just like it does my head in like you know today at work someone like complained that we didn't have the the right brand of toilet paper like dude just fuck off it's toilet paper like it's <laughs> right simply put, yeah it's people it's, yeah. need to just just nut up and shut up and get through it it's not hard yeah like I think you notice like a lot of celebrities complaining. I think one of the main ones I saw was Sam Smith have like you know I think he had a cry or something, you know, while he was sitting in his mansion with his pool, and we're all in the same boat here, guys. You know, like yeah, you're on a cruise ship, we're in like a little Minecraft wooden boat kind of thing. Like <laughs> that's the equivalent here. 
fucked. Yeah, that's, that stuff was really, really annoying when all the celebrities came out being like, oh, it's going to be okay. Oh, my God. Don't worry. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, you're the guys that have, like, you're living the dream. Everything you pay for, you have everything. You, your house yeah. is like a theme park. You don't. Oh, yeah. I've only got my, like, you know, 120-inch cinema screen. What am I going to do? Exactly. I've ran out of 4K movies. Oh. <laughs> Like fucking hell. Yeah. yeah. Kelly's doing a really good job. The only thing that was a bit, if you're honest, I think they're opening up one day beach next week. To was it for everyone or just for surfers? Um, I'm not too sure. I think it was basically helping people get their ex their one hour of exercise. Mm. It will be interesting uh, because obviously one day uh, beach such a tourist attraction. Yeah, there's no tourists, so yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Lucas. Oh, right. Don't mind. Don't that... mind Lucas coming. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Lucas, you have an opinion on that, huh? Uh, no, I was gonna say no. The whole bond, the whole Bondi beach stuff is they're gonna, they're gonna, um, they're gonna like fucking put a line in the middle of the beach, and they're gonna keep one side to swimmers only, and right side to one side to surfers only. And oh, but yeah. the rules is that you're not allowed to be, I think, walking on the beach, running on the beach, laying on the beach, or sitting on the beach. Like you either have to be swimming, surfing, or you're not on the fucking beach at all. I think that's what the rules are. Okay, that's fair enough. Yeah, fair enough, then, yeah. Yeah, and obviously there won't be... Any, okay. It's a massive area, so... Right, it is time to move away from the from the depressing stuff. Oh, Talk about sports. 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 Now, I'm going to start this off with a with a on this day. Oh, uh, yes. Oof. Oh, yeah. Thing. Um, on this day in 1995, uh, in a rugby league match between the West Tigers and the Illawarra oh, Steelers, oh, no. and um, there was a brawl in the match, which resulted in the Steelers' mascot being sent off. Jeez, that's um, that's a story and a half. That's that's something in the 90s for sure. Um, yeah, 1995. Give give us some more backstory for that. <laughs> Uh, I actually just saw it and wrote it down, mate. I didn't go into it. <laughs> I think from what I read, it was a brawl. He got involved and then he got sent off, so he must have been... Oh, yeah, thoughts, I, gather, I gather that, but, I'll, you know, you know, I guess we'll just settle with that information. <laughs> hard, hard to come back with more next time. Yeah, fair enough. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah, so you're saying, what have we got for sport? Okay. All right, sports. So... On Monday, the NRL CEO stood down. Oh, yeah, Todd um, Greenberg. And then the other day, the Rugby uh, Australia CEO stood down. Really? I didn't hear uh, about that. Jeez. Yeah, yeah, yeah she did. Oh, no. Yeah, last night, I think. Yeah, yeah both of them stood down. And uh, so the questions are, uh, what does this mean for the, for the codes? Well, um... I think the main reason, well, first of all, the main reason why Todd Greenberg stood down is because everyone was really, everyone didn't know where all the money went because NRL is a profitable business each year and then they were asking for more money. Roosters. 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 Everyone was putting the blame on Todd Greenberg because obviously he's the um, CEO. CEO, yeah. Um, I think... If he's taking care of all that stuff and all the business, um, all the most important aspects of the game, and then we're asking for more money, then something must have happened. Like, where's the money gone to? Yeah. Um, pretty sure that's why. And I guess that's a good enough reason for him to 
it's just stand down. And then for rugby union, rugby union's fallen off a lot. Domestic, yeah, in, in and, Australia, like, yeah, yeah, like it is like crowds fallen off just the interest in the game. Um, the international side has just been up and down for the last few years, and I don't know too much about their insides, like about like I know why Todd Greenberg stood down. I think with the whole Rayleigh Castle thing was just the fact that all of Rugby Australia has just been going downhill and they just thought they need a refresh from the top. Yeah. I feel yeah. Like, uh, it's interesting because I feel like NRL can bounce back, but they just need to know where all the money went from. And for Rugby Union, they're going to need a whole refresh from the bottom to the top. Yeah. Matt, you're a bit of a uh, rugby league and union master of knowledge kind of guy. What, what, do, what do you think... Um, why do you think unions fallen off? Like, what do you think's brought that on? Um, I, I'm not too sure. I, I think it's because every other team in the world has gotten better, and we've actually stayed the same or gotten worse. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was a Australia, bad World Cup performance. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Bad World Cup performances. Um, having games where we should be a lot more competitive. It's been really inconsistent, and I think. Coaching has always been up and down. Um, like Michael Checker was a coach for a long time and people thought that he was like, I think the main problem was they thought people, the people in charge were in charge for too long. So yeah. So drawn out and then lots of people aren't interesting, but interested. But with like stuff like crowds, yeah, I think it's just the fact that like teams like uh, France and Wales are getting better and teams like Japan. Who oh, yeah. Are in, like, an international um, professional side. They're getting really good, and we just stayed the same and got worse. So then there was less um, interest, and then grassroots uh, is still kind of popular. But then, like the Super Rugby, the Australian teams are just like no one goes to the games as much. Yeah, do you think it's perhaps like for Australia at least um, the fact that league is so big here? Do you think people see league as more fast-paced, more exciting kind of thing. So people want to watch the league because there's more happening kind of thing. Like, not like rugby union is a great sport, but like you know, a lot of it is just big boys in a huddle kind of thing. Yeah, and like then kicking it out of the ruck and yeah, 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 I agree. And I remember I was with um my dad and his uncle and a few friends, and I won't say which one, but one of them was very drunk, and I was a rugby union <laughs> game. The Strollerbees were playing. One of them is a union fan. The other one isn't. And the one that isn't was drunk. And he was going off. He was like, how boring is this? They're just staying in this <laughs> same spot. For me. They're, they haven't moved. They're just kicking the ball when they don't need to. I feel like I feel like if you're a new viewer and you watch a game of rugby union, rugby league, they're going to want to watch rugby league more. Yeah. Yeah. So that, I, I kind of rambled on a bit. No, all good. No, I was gonna say yeah. Like, yeah. I'll say you go. Yeah. Oh, you make really good points, man. Like, um, just from like a, a sort of outsider perspective, like I don't follow it that yeah. much compared to NRL. Um, it's just like either bad press or no press. Like, I remember, yeah. like last year, there was that whole um battle with uh, Izzy Falau, where like um, <laughs> you know, he did all those things on social media, and like, yeah, every every footy player, you know, does something stupid every now and then. But that um. That did cost um, the 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 rugby uh, rugby a lot of uh, money, yeah, yeah. And image, yeah, and um, yeah, they just it's just never broadcasted as much, and I think that's yeah, just that's again a loss of money and poor management. So yeah, yeah, 
I don't think um, I don't know if the Super Rugby games actually broadcast on free to air television in Australia. Might well be a fox. And and, any, and another problem is um, because it's not broadcasted. Do any of you guys can you like name one Rummies player? And I don't even know if I can right now. I don't. No, I don't think I can. I can probably I can describe one, but I I can describe yeah. one, but I can. <laughs> I, I know. I, I know one of them, but I just can't remember his name, kind of thing. Yeah, like I know former no, players, but yeah, uh, Christian Leilafana. Yeah, but he, and, yeah, but he also left. And oh, another thing. Oh, I thought he was current. A bunch of Australian rugby union players are actually leaving Super Rugby to play in Japan and play in France <laughs> and England yeah, because there's a lot more money there. Yeah, but just backtracking quickly off Matt, what if you said um about you know like the pace or whatever. Um, I think if you ever watch, like, or sorry, Dan was saying, uh, if you compare the two to someone who's never seen it before, yeah, let's say you show them a montage of tries, they're going to pick league. Like, yeah. ro- like rugby union tries are smarter and there's more teamwork kind of thing, you know. Like, they've got to be smarter with it. Rugby league tries. Some bloke does a flip and, you, you know, you lose your shit. It's great. <laughs> like, it's dumbed down for the new viewers. Yeah, yeah a bit, it's more slow pacing. It's more like inch by like centimeter by centimeter. Like they're giving it to your yeah. biggest player on the field just to get that one meter extra. And then league is a bit more dynamic. <laughs> Rugby unions, World War One. Right, Lucas. Anything to add, or are we on the next topic? Uh, yeah, I was just going to say. Um, I think for you to be a true like yeah, a true a true union person, I think would be have to be someone that's been watching it since the moment they were kind of born. Yeah, kind of person. Like I know I used to work with a guy called Jeremy, and he was he absolutely loves rugby union, but but that's just because he's been following since he was a kid. And you know he he shits on league and he makes some good points like about union because it's more of a strategic based code oh, yeah. than a union game. I agree compared to league because obviously in union. I mean, obviously, in union, you get as many fucking tries as you go. Like, in league, you have five sets, and then you kick the ball. And there's not much strategy in that, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Whereas in union, you kind of got to think all the time and, like, know where to kick, when to kick, uh, where to pass, when to when to pass. Obviously, this is, these are all aspects in league as well. Yeah. But in terms of, you know, popularity, league is more popular... Definitely in Australia, yeah. but it used to be different a long yeah. time ago. Yeah. It definitely used to be. It used with Raiders and the Brumbies. The crowds used to be the other way around. Exactly, it'd be the Brumbies getting the sold out stadiums, and it would be the Raiders getting like five thousand fans. Yeah, but I think it's just because of what you guys have been saying. Leagues are more fast paced game, and the, obviously the younger people are more into league. Yeah, because it's just a much more simpler code, and because Union has all these really stupid rules and all these really like <laughs> complex rules in the game that. Yeah. People don't even understand. Like, I don't even fucking oh, understand. Oh, I don't understand half of them. It's very true. When the World Cup was on last year, there was this rule that says something about, oh, you uh, made the wrong move in the ruck. And I'm like, what? I'm so confused. Yeah, so, there's a lot of different like, like, they've got too many complicated rules. So I think there might be a problem that union's too complicated, like, in their rules, whereas league is just a very simple sport. Yeah. Like, Oh, sorry, Lucas. It's like in league, you don't drop the ball, you don't go offside, you don't pass the ball forward. It's just that simple. Yeah. And I think that's why so many more people are into it because it's just simple. Yeah, fair enough. It's like soccer. Soccer is simple. 
And um, yeah, but that's my point. <laughs> Sorry, so what I'm looking at. Let's say like you're a ten year old kid or just a young child. You watch a game of footy, rugby league, and then you see like you watch ten minutes of it, and then you can say, oh, okay, so. Each team kicks the ball normally on the fifth or fourth tackle. So maybe like there's a minimum amount of tackles. And then you can just like, you can say, oh, if you kick the ball out, most of the times the other team's ball, unless it's a 40-20. Where in Union, you're like, hang on, why is this team kicking the ball the first time they grab it? And then they hold the ball. The next time they get the ball, they hold it on for 15 phases. Then they kick it. Yeah. It's just a lot harder to grasp the idea of rugby union. Yeah. Well said. Thank you very much. <laughs> yeah, next topic. Yeah, next topic. <laughs> um, next topic. So with the NRL restarting in May, uh, the plan is that all the non-New South Wales teams will have to relocate to New South Wales for the actual competition to work. Now, one person who has been very uh, critical of this is uh, uh, Mr. Darius Boyd. Yeah, what a surprise. He is stating... He states that, uh, you know, with the players being away from their family for so long could affect the mental health. Uh, does he have a point? Oh, he's got a point for sure, but... Sorry, Matt. Uh, he's got a point for sure, but um, there's, you know, there's a lot of... Like, the league isn't doesn't have infinite money, you know, like every, every other sport and every other thing kind of, you know. Um, it's got to keep running somehow. And so the quicker they can start playing... As long as it's safe for the players in terms of virus, you know, making sure obviously you can't have social distancing in a rugby league game, but quarantining the players from other people kind of thing. You know, they, they need to get this they need to get the game back going if they want to keep making money kind of thing. So look he, he does have a point in terms of you know, it could affect the players. That's completely true. But a lot of other players are willing to do it. Why can't he stand up and do it? Like they're all in the same boat kind of thing. Very true. Um, also, I heard something because the AFL, if they're going to do something similar, one of um, uh, more popular and well-known players, Jack Revolt, he said that basically if you're a young player, it's a lot easier because there's less chance you're going to have a young family to look after, there's less chance you even might have a partner. Yeah, if you're um, the blokes in like the middle age range, I don't know, maybe 25, 26 and older, there's a better chance that you have a family. Um, to yeah. look after, and that that will be it'll be harder for the older guys. But yeah, very very interesting because the thing is the rules could change like any day. Like who knows? By the time anyone starts, they might not even need to do that. That's obviously yeah. the best case scenario. But I feel like they won't actually know what's going to happen until the season does start, which is a bit scary. But yeah, not too sure about that one. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, it's like, um, yeah, that is the... You go. No, 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 you go, man. No, 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 mate, you go. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's tricky because um, all sport in Australia is something that defines our culture and um, it defines a lot of our economy. Um, so, yeah, you know, it's, um, it's hard to put um, these people into... Like the athletes into just like... Um, these situations, considering they have like such a big, um, a, a, a big weight on their shoulders to uh, uphold, um, yeah, it's it's going to be tricky to see 
how people react. Everybody's different and they will react differently. So, I don't know. Yeah, fair enough. I also think, um, as like obviously, it'll be tough being away from families. And like Matt, like you said, um, it'll be easier for younger players who might not have a family to look after. The ones that do have families to look after, they got to think they're actually now out working, providing money. You know, they're not having to take this pay cut kind of thing. Like they're in the best position or in a better position than a lot of normal Australians kind of thing. So like there's two sides to it all the time, you know, and it's about finding that balance that that's what each each code has to come up with. Exactly. And uh, just a final point, unless anyone else has anything anything to add on. Um, Let's say the season, I think that what they announced, what their plan was, was like a 13 round season. Um, Do you think, Maybe, especially for the players that are playing that aren't in base in New South Wales, there should be like a one or two or even three week break in between where players can go back home. Or would that be really tricky? I feel like that'd be kind of tricky because each state, you know, all like quarantine laws and stuff like two weeks yeah, meant to be exactly. at home. So, like, like, it'd be like a four week break almost, at exactly. least if you're following quarantine rules properly. So, yeah. And it was only maybe if they were like, oh, yeah, if you travel interstate, uh, it's one-week quarantine or something. But, yeah. Right. I didn't, I didn't – I think that it was – like, if that was an actual idea, there's more negatives to positives for that. But, yeah, just thinking about it. Yeah, fair enough. Lucas? All right. Lucas, yeah. <laughs> um, I actually don't know how to feel about that. I just more like think – like what Matt said, hopefully by then they won't even have to do that. Mm-hmm. Having to relocate, but uh, it's a, it is a tricky situation, and I will not comment further on that. <laughs> <laughs> very funny, very funny. <laughs> uh, okay, next. Um, so okay, the competition we all know is starting back on the twentieth of May. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I read today is that it's uh, obviously they've agreed to the deals with the with the broadcast. Channel Nine has, you know, said okay, we'll do it. Fox as well. Uh, apparently, the uh, the the words are saying that the report's saying it's a seventeen week competition. Mm. Um, but uh, aside from the from the NRL competition, what should they do about state of origin? Because there are there are reports saying that they're going to do it after the grand final, but do you think that is the right move or do it during the season? That's very well, tricky. Yeah, you go, man. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll let you go because then I can kind of think about it a bit more. You're doing <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I was just going to quickly say, in my opinion, like state of origin, you got to have a crowd there. That that's that's like the essential. I mean, a crowd's essential to like any sport or any game. But like state of origin, there's got to be that audience, you know, live audience, because that just adds so much atmosphere. And especially, you know, how passionate people are about state of origin. I think they put it off until, you know, social distancing measures and all these lockdown laws lifted a bit, a bit more at least. Because, like, can you imagine trying to watch state of origin with just an empty stadium? It just, it'd just be weird, you know. Very hard. And like I do agree with you, but like if there was no fans, no crowds, do you think that could actually ramp up the intensity just a little bit? 
It's just he's like 17 players. Absolutely. Oh, oh, right. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm coming again. I'm coming again. <laughs> just need some. some... <laughs> he has big said Origin one too many times. <laughs> seeing big boppers slapping meat whilst you got Gus Gould in the, the pregame intro. Imagine, imagine Gus Gould in the middle of the field, no fans. Tonight. Oh, God. 17 men, two states. Slapping me. God. Slapping me. Slapping me. In silence. I think it'd be funny hearing the players. True. Imagine Dylan Napa. Oh, God. (laughs) Maybe maybe they should just have, like, all the players kind of mic'd up. Whatever happened? Didn't didn't they used to do that? Didn't they used to have players mic'd up? Um, yeah, they did. That was so. That was <laughs> hilarious. They probably had to cut out. They probably had to cut out too much of it. So like, nah, not worth it. But I would love that. Yeah. I love to like. Yeah, they would because ninety nine percent it would be fuck, shit, fuck, you know? <laughs> all that thing. Like ninety nine percent would be that. It would. Yeah. But it would be pretty funny though. Like listening to some of the guys, whether it's like Josh Adekar or like Dylan Napa. <laughs> Alicardus laughing. laughing. <laughs> well, also, uh, sorry guys, but it's got some breaking news. Oof. On NRL. So, Latrell Mitchell has accepted a clause in his contract, meaning that he'll be a Rabbitohs player for the, to the 2021 season. So, initially, it was, initially it was um, he has this season and then he's basically a free agent. But now it's this season, next season, and then he's a free agent. Interesting. Yeah, big deal for Aberdeen. Uh I see him staying beyond 2021. I do. I do. I don't see him go anywhere else, really. Yeah, unless... I mean, a lot can change by then. But I feel like I agree with you, Lucas. How do we all feel about him being at the Rabbitohs? And, like, trying to get, you know, fullback and stuff? Ah, uh, he's fucking shit at fullback. <laughs> that, that's just all I'm going to say. He's, he's shit. But- he, he, he was there for like what two games? He's only had two games though. Yeah, uh, yeah, he was, but still, it, like, it, it was not a great performance. Yeah, it wasn't great. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but, but you see, that was you know how like there was all the talks, or oh, that oh he got subbed off after sixty minutes for like Alex Johnson and stuff. Yeah. Well, that's, Wayne Bennett came out saying that that was his plan, and I know he didn't play great. I feel like he's got a lot of potential at fullback. And obviously, it's going to take a lot of games and a lot more training sessions. But I feel like fullback, especially these days, is such a harder position because you're the main, like you're guiding your defense, especially on the goal line. Um, in attack, yeah. now, you now have to be a lot more versatile. You're not, you're now, now have, you now have to take hit-ups. You have to be able to um, be there with the half and the 5'8". You have to play make. You have to be able to pass, sometimes even kick. So I feel yeah. like he'll get there, but it'll definitely take some time. I think he's got to get better discipline for fullback. Oh, I agree. Like he's got he's got a long way in multiple areas to go if he wants to be a great fullback. But yeah, Dan, you got anything? Uh, no. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> I'll be not comment. Yeah, yeah, on to you, Lucas. No comments. Yeah. <laughs> you just under me. <laughs> We're good. Wait, did we answer the initial question? What was the initial question, Lucas, about when State of Origin should be played? Oh, yeah, that's, <laughs> that's right. Oh, yeah. I was going to go back to your point, Matt. We can go back to your point about saying that 
uh, no crowds could further ramp up the intensity. Uh, I disagree. Yeah, I disagree. Mean, yeah, I, I think. Uh, I really think yeah. it's the crowds that get them. Oh, going. definitely. I mean, I don't necessarily agree with it. I just thought that it would be such an interesting thing to watch. Yeah. And also, yeah, I mean, you're not wrong. But also, another thing is, you got to think about. Uh, I personally believe they should probably wait till after the, the grand final, so they could have crowds. Because if we're talking realistically here. I'm fairly sure the NRL gets most of their revenue and all their money from those three State of Origin games because obviously all the, most of the money goes into that competition because that's where all the sold-out stadiums come from and, you know, all those kind of things. So it is definitely a major part of NRL. Yeah. And I think they do need it with crowds because could you imagine if, if it goes on without crowds, it's going to be a fu- It's going to be flop. It will be. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah I agree. Obviously, I made that statement with the intensity. I think for the players, it could be a bit more intense because it's kind of closer, but the crowd's definitely a lot, a lot better to watch. And um, I think it's also um, pretty common that State of Origin game will have more viewers, like just um, on t- television-wise, than the actual grand final. Yeah. Which brings them uh, money. Yeah, true. And what, what I was going to say was... Um, you know, just if you think about it this way, watching it with no crowds is like, okay, let's just say, for example, and that, okay, when James Tedesco, okay, he scored that fucking that, game winner. That last oh, minute winning try, the game winner. Could you imagine what that would have been like if there was no crowd? It just, it would feel, it just wouldn't feel right. Yeah. It'd be so quiet. Like, for the, like, with the moments, those kind of moments deserve a crowd. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. And it's like, when that happened, that was like euphoria. Yeah. It was like the whole of New South Wales and probably half of ACT. <laughs> yeah. Those tears, those topic men running down the street. You should have what about, we're like in the garage oh. and me and Matt were going crazy. We and what about my dad? Oh. My dad was a bit passionate, for sure. <laughs> you know what? I think it's... Pass it! I think it's our goal in life to get your dad to meet up with Tom and Jake Trubovich and get them to pass in the ball. <laughs> All right, Lucas, start reaching out to him, surely. Yeah, we have to. I mean, Lucas, you've got the touch. My, dad, my dad's logic. Uh, I th- yeah, I'll message Jack and be like, hey, mate, can you give me a contact with some of the boys? When it comes to origin time, can you just um, stick another word to either Jake or Tom? <laughs> All right, Lucas. What else you got for us? Um, what else I got? Um, oh, we didn't really answer the question. When should we do Star Wars <laughs> at the end of the year? Yeah, I reckon after yeah. after the season. Yeah, after the season. Okay. All right. Okay. Okay. All right. Now, I don't know if any of you really paid attention. Uh, probably just me, but did you guys see the, the uh, NFL draft? <laughs> Lucas, you went into like a robot there. Yeah. Can this happen in the right, first episode? Yeah, no. Lucas said, <laughs> Lucas hey, is killing it. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yep. yep. All right. Okay. Uh, uh, do any of you uh, see the NFL draft? Yeah, I was keeping up a tiny bit. No. <laughs> oh, it's been a while. All right. Well, well, I, I will. I will point out something. Is um. The number one pick was a guy called Joe Burrow, and he was from 
he got drafted to the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, and it, in his last year, in his college, his last college football season, he threw sixty touchdowns. In one Jesus, he was a madman. He was like the consensus number one pick. Yeah, he was like the the draft, like the record in the NFL is like twenty eight passing touchdowns in a season, and he threw sixty in one season. <laughs> God, he played for um oh, he LSU. Played for? He played for um LSU Tigers. Oh yeah, LSU. And, he, and they won the they won the championship that year because obviously he threw sixty fucking touchdowns. <laughs> and yeah, so he was he's definitely um someone to like if you ever get back if you guys ever really get into it he's yeah. someone to watch. The only thing is the Cincinnati Bengals are like the the Gold Coast Titans of the NFL. <laughs> yeah, they went really should. I think they went last season. They went fifteen and uh, one 15, in fifteen. Yeah. Which, one win, fifteen losses. Jesus. Yeah. That's a yikes. Yeah, that is a big yikes. But it all comes down to like, like this new guy. Like, can he turn around the team? Because is it the quarterback or is it the rest of the team? Yeah. Good point there. Good point. Yeah, I guess we we'll have to wait and see. Old Joe. Well, that's if there even is an NFL season. Yeah. Fair enough. Next All right. One. Another thing. Um, okay. Uh, this is this is a. Well, there's gonna be one of the last things we nice. talk about. That's uh. Now I'm gonna start talking about soccer. Yep. And now soccer is the most team played sport in Australia. However, we're not producing world class players. When like we're nowhere near the top of like the best countries in the world at soccer. Does that come down to the growth of the players or is that come down to not enough backing from our government, for example? I've got a little bit, but did anyone else want to go? I've got no idea. Oh, it's, it's, uh, it's definitely not the government. It's one of the most funded things um, in sport. Uh, yeah, I think it's just uh, players. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, says questionably. <laughs> well, I think it's the fact that um, when everyone's younger, they just get put into soccer because it's a non-contact sport, fairly simple to get a grasp on. You just have to kick it in the goal. Oh but yeah. Once oh, if not, it's soccer. Oh, shit. Exactly. I did soccer. <laughs> oh, Lu- Lucas. No. That's so good. How about you, Lucas? When you're younger. Did you, huh? did you play soccer when you were younger? Like in our organized sport? Did I, did I yeah, play soccer? As an organized sport when you were younger? Like a little kid? Uh, no, I actually played AFL oh. when I was uh, five. And I played in the Amaru Ovals. I played for, I can't remember who they were called. I think they were the called Gundam the Jets. Jets. Gundam yeah, Jets. Against... Yes. And, I, and we played at the Emiru Ovals and I have this memory of like kicking one goal and I felt like the, I felt like the best player. On the <laughs> maybe that's your topic calling in life. But I think that um, once the, all the kids, we, you get put into soccer when you're young in Australia, then you grow up and a lot of them realise, oh, I don't really know if I actually want to play this. And that's not a thing. That's not a bad thing on soccer. I think it's just because they realise that they've just been put into play soccer because it's kind of the easiest thing to do when you're when you're young, yeah, and a little kid, and like you can play when you're four, five, six, seven, eight, and I think that's where um, it's losing a lot of players because 
those soccer players that are still playing soccer are going to play like AFL or league or even basketball now or cricket. Yeah. But I don't really know how to change that because, and yes, I think um, Lucas and I touched on this last episode, how they got rid of the AIS in Canberra, which did produce a lot of good players for Australia. People that actually like played and captained this giant soccerers. Um, yeah, I'm not too sure. How about you, Lucas? You might have oh. a better opinion on this. Oh, the whole AI thing. Okay, so, I mean, obviously, we, we had our golden generation 14 years ago. Yeah. And, you know, we had players in the big leagues, like the Premier League and all them leagues. Like, we had Harry Kuehl, uh Mark Viduka, everyone Tim knows Cahill. fucking Tim Cahill. Everyone yeah. does. With the mad everyone, knows Tim, everyone knows Tim Cahill. Matt, he's got the mad noggin. Just cross the ball in, mate. Well, um, it's just really confusing because we actually had, in 2006, we had the best team we've ever had. And, but now it's, we're not even close to even like contending for superpower yeah. soccer status. Who are 100 fuse? But ago, like we had, I think. Yeah, we at the World Cup in 2014, we were the lowest ranked side in the world. We were 100 seconds. I think. Which oh, sorry, was, you go. No, I was no. just going to say, just quickly, I think um, for Australia at least, or when you look at Europe and you look at the main sports, oh, most countries, it's soccer. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's mainly soccer. Like their, their culture, their sport is just soccer. Here in Australia, you know, you've got so many different things you can choose from, which are pretty, pretty equally you know, recognised and watched and stuff compared to a lot of other, other countries in the world. So I think I think that's why most sports in Australia don't take off, like, or, like, well, on a global scale. It's just because there's so many different sports. We don't just focus on one kind of thing. But, yeah, with Europe and stuff, it's mainly soccer, you know, and that's why they get all the money for soccer. That's where they get all the biggest stars kind of thing. All right. Fair enough. Do you think maybe... Obviously, all these countries that are, you know, Italy and Spain and uh, the UK, you know, these are like the best teams in the world of soccer, uh, all those countries, and they treat it as a number one sport. So do you think that maybe, just maybe, if soccer was treated as the number one sport in Australia, that we could be a powerhouse? I think if it got a lot more... If it was... You go, you go. Let's say, for example, uh, let's just say... Rugby league never existed. Rugby never existed. AFL never existed. Could we have been up there? Yeah, for sure, in my opinion. Like, if you get all that funding and attention for it, of course it's going to be bigger. You know, people people got to try harder to be the best. I think that's what it comes down to. And Fair also, um, if you look at the top teams, this is more than like the which nations have soccer as their top paid sport. Um, the only top teams that come to mind that have our secondary sport that's kind of close is England and France. So France, obviously, they're the well, um, reigning World Cup champions. They have soccer. And then they have Rugby Union, which is getting more popular, but still nowhere near soccer. And then there's England. Yeah. And they have – England do have, similar to Australia, they have cricket, rugby union, rugby league. But Yeah, they, true. But um, soccer still been their number one sport forever. Like, it's never changed. I think that's just because soccer was actually created exactly. in England. That's probably the reason why it's also like they say that they say that England created it, but Brazil perfected it. <laughs> Apparently, it's been that's the saying because 
they've won the most World Cups. That's why. Right. That. Uh, but with England, I think because they're next to Europe, you know, well, yeah, there's more global game, well, like like international games kind of thing. There's more chance for that, and so the whole area is more likely. Like they all agree, soccer is the main sport. Meanwhile, in Australia, you know, we got Australia, New Zealand, Papua New Guinea, Fiji, Samoa. Like you know, it's mainly rugby kind of thing for overall for you know Oceania and stuff. Hundred percent agree. I don't think it's going to change for Australia. Like, I yeah, think no. obviously we can improve if there's more. If there's more of a direction of like, okay, we really want to improve players, Australian soccer players that are coming out of our country in the team. But I don't think it's ever going to become number one. Yeah. Again. I was gonna. I was about to come out with a with a oh, fun yes. fact. Uh, now the, Papua New Guinea is actually the only country in the world. Where their national sport is yeah, rugby league. It's beautiful. <laughs> they praise it like it's God. As they should. It is. What else should we I talk about? Anything else. Is it, has oh. anything happened to any of you guys that you want to talk about? Anything that you've seen? Oh, no, I just got a quick question, though. Boys, PS5 or Xbox Series X? Which one you... Which one you Oh, which one are you going to get? Yeah. Which one? Lucas, you go first. Mate, look, I'm just going to wait until everything about the two has been like revealed. And all I'm pretty sure has been the wrong. Xbox is almost like pretty much confirmed to be more powerful. So... It's going to be powerful by like two more fucking <laughs> Still more powerful, bro. <laughs> But uh, if currently, I'm still going to stay with my beloved oh, Sony. The bloody gay station. Far out. <laughs> the PS5. Why well, go to the gay st- station when you come to Sexbox? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, mate. I like, uh, I like good games. And, uh, you know, and I like good console-specific story games, which uh, I could Well, that's fair enough, yeah. What you what you're talking about? It'd be a different situation if they had The Last of Us. That's one game, though. Like... Yeah, but it's also considered, like, one of the greatest games ever fucking made, okay? Well, yeah, it depends on the genre. Oh. I wouldn't say one of, but I would say... <laughs> Depends who you ask, uh, Lucas. Yeah. yeah. Well, what, what's your um, opinion? If it's fun, I'll play it. I don't think there needs to be <laughs> such a um, console war. <laughs> yeah, just a, a distribution between like two things that are essentially the same. Very true. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, a lot of games. A lot of games now are cross-play, or like you know, are becoming cross-play. Craft. So, like overall, it doesn't even matter like which one you get. You're pretty much playing same thing, same game, just better accessibility now. Oh, quick question: Is Warzone cross-play? Yeah. Oh, oh, is it? I think. Yeah, it is. Minecraft. Yeah, because it is because um, there's this whole big thing with cheaters and stuff apparently. But, yeah, I heard a lot. There's a lot of fuck. Apparently, there's a shit on the campus in the apparently. Oh yeah, don't no, no. Trust me. That's one of the reasons why I there's campus. Apparently, a lot of people just sweat the 
There's a lot of people who sweat the fuck yeah, mate. Out, uh, uh, so I'm like, I'm holding. I made it to top off. three once, and um, yeah, nah, there's some sweaty people. Like this guy just from a rock 360, and I'm just like, oh well, here we go. <laughs> here's my here's my end, you know. You can just you can smell the sweat. It's ridiculous. It's like a year seven PE. Yeah, PE change room. Yeah. Um, Dan, were you going to say your opinion on it, or did you already uh, say your piece about like you would just play whatever's fun? Yeah, yeah, just do whatever's fun. I don't really. Um, I'm not into story games, unlike Lucas. <laughs> I look at it like um, you know uh, a Lego, right? You can get a, uh, a set, you can build it, and you can make that set, and that's like a story game. Or you can get like a, a big old stinky box and build whatever you want. I'm like, I prefer the, I prefer the big old stinky box that let me build whatever I want. That's fair enough. Hey, 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 Dan. Dan, Dan, Dan. What's up, Lucas? What about, what about Red Dead Redemption? Oh, yeah. Well, Ooh, yeah. <laughs> What about That's exceptions, that I presume. Oh, you know, it's a, it's a mix of the best of both worlds, I reckon. It's not my favourite game of all time, but it's um, you know, it's got that open world sandbox type deal where you can do what you want, but also a nice little story to go along with it. But the story there's like, there's does the in that freedom. The story does fall apart um in the last act, I reckon, but. It just yeah, uh, gets too repetitive. But that first act, oh, beautiful. Fair enough. Matt, what are you saying? Um, well, doesn't matter what come out, comes out, I'll probably just stick with the PS4 because I haven't looked into it as much and I don't think there's enough new things with the PS5 where I'm just going to ditch the PS4. Um, oh, yeah. I've always played PlayStation. Like, I played PS2, PS3, PS4. And I think I'd only... The only time I'd buy a new console is if they stop producing games in the PS4. Like yeah, fair enough. And I think I, f- I searched that up that um, the PS3 stopped producing new games for the console four years after the PS4 was released. Well, yeah, so you got plenty of time, yeah. basically. And yeah. I think there's less uh, a smaller gap between the PS5 and the PS4 than there was with the PS4 and the PS3. Yeah, it could be. Well, it's the same with the it's the same with the Xbox One and the Xbox Series X. Yeah, it's it's relatively similar, just way more powerful, basically. I mean, but at the same time, like it's so similar that the controllers you can swap between an Xbox One controller and an Xbox Series X controller for whatever, like whichever console you're using, kind of thing. That's like it's not that different. It's basically yeah. just if you want to take up your gaming to a faster, like a faster level, you know, <laughs> a bit sweatier, basically. Yeah. And also, didn't they? Wasn't there rumors, Lucas? I think we talked about this once that the PS5 was going to be backwards compatible with a lot of different um, previous generations of PlayStation con- uh, consoles. I don't know. If it was- um, oh, yeah, it was- they confirmed. They did confirm in their latest blog that they've tested the top 100 PS4 games. Um, so those are compatible. But I don't. I think that's yeah. as far as they're going to go for now. So if there's any reason. Why I would go over to Xbox is so I could go like yeah, yeah. backwards. I agree. And like play like fucking Black Ops 2 and fucking all those awesome yeah, games yeah, back I in agree. the day. So it'd probably be the only reason why I'd go over to Xbox is to play all the good games from back oh, in the day. Skate 3. Skate 3, man. What a legendary Hall of Mate, game. that thing. Oh, oh that was great. 
Evans, remember one time you came over to my house when you were at the when you when you almost yeah, yeah, him at the end of the game. <laughs> Sorry, Lucas. So when you used to unlock the stadium at the end of the game. <laughs> yeah. And then you you do a flip with the skateboard in the air. Oh, <laughs> awesome game. We, we have to do um, like uh, a tournament of like what's the best video game of all time. Oh yeah. Like in a in like um. It's called like a March Madness bracket because normally in March, except this year, there's this biggest like college basketball tournament to see who's the best team in the nation in America. And it's sold for the 64 teams and it's just one game elimination to the final. It's a bit like that. I don't think we'd come up with 64 games, but maybe it was like 16 or 32 or 8. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Was um, that all that you had on the list, Lucas? Um, it actually is, yes. Righto, Matt, you got anything else? Um, not necessarily. Just hoping all you guys are going well. Hopefully I can come down soon. Oh, yeah. Surely. <laughs> you got to, mate. You got to. Uh, as soon as, like, they say that we can, um, like, fly domestically without too much of isolation uh, time, I'll definitely book down because I've been saving all my money. So, yeah, I've hardly spent hey. it. Good. Hey, Dan. All right. I suppose we'll we'll yeah, end no. up. <laughs> 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 oh, I, Sorry, I just think we need a better system to start and end these bloody things. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. We need we need to work on some like editing or something. Yeah. Well, something. Who knows? Maybe uh, maybe down the line we might all be at the same place. Yeah. With a camera or something. I mean, that would be pretty. Oh cool. yeah, we. I love yeah. to do that. Oh no, surely at some point start doing like filmed podcasts. Surely. Yeah, and I might. Who knows? I might be down permanently. So. <laughs> who knows what the future has in store? Stay who tuned until next time. Exactly. <laughs> who wants to call? Righto. All right. All right. So I reckon we end this off with uh, one simple. Question for all yes. of you. All three of you. Who do you think all, three, all four of us actually? I want you to, I want you to tell me right now who is going to win the NRL Premier League. There you guys. Dan. Uh, Evans. <laughs> um oh god. You know what? Wild card. The Eels. Let's go. Not bad. Not bad. All right, Dan, now it's your turn. Um, oh, manly? <laughs> you and bloody Manly. Let's go, Manly. Yeah, yeah why not? That's good. Still good. Oh. Yeah. No, that was good. <laughs> That's a story for next time, boys. That's a story yeah. for next time. <laughs> story for next time. All right. Lucas, who do you think? Uh. Uh, there's a lot of really good teams. Uh, you know, the Eels have got a stacked team. Uh, the Bulldogs probably could go all the way. That's a statement. That's good. Uh, the Roosters could go three in a row. But I'm sure there's only one correct answer. I'm sure. And that is the mighty green machine. <laughs> we'll have to wait and see. <laughs> They will redeem themselves. They will win Oof, the game. For the That's first a statement. 
for the first time that I could right. ever remember, I'm actually right. confident think... that the Raiders have a chance of winning the grand final. Yeah, we we do. I mean, we just do. Full stop. I mean, obviously, we haven't. Come, I mean, at start of season, only the Warriors and the Titans, not very good teams. We'll find out. <laughs> If we can beat the Roosters and the Storm in our first games yeah. against them, okay. I agree. Statement. All right. You might as well end the competition there. <laughs> yeah, Lucas, did you want to close out? Or Dan, did you want to close out? Or Evans? Or myself? Part of mine. Well, why don't you take it away, Evans? We can play the jingle afterwards as well. Righto. All right. Everyone, don't forget to hit up the Instagram. Like, comment, subscribe. <laughs> Lucas is still outside, that's right. Yeah, outside. anyway. Oh my yeah, god. Man, He's at his car again. Alright, we'll catch you next time. See you guys. <laughs> See you next week, 9 pm, 10 pm, whatever it is. We'll be around. <laughs> See you guys. Say ya.